For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Matt Good, a research scientist in the University of Arizona's School of Natural Resources and the Environment. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. You've developed a project called Snakes in Stone Canyon that's been running for more than 15 years studying snakes and heel monsters. I guess those are honorary snakes in the Stone Canyon development. What got you started working on that? What are the questions you're trying to answer? Well, the primary question is basically looking at effects of urban development on wildlife. And since I'm a herpetologist and my focus is on reptiles, in particular snakes and lizards, it was a perfect you know, opportunity to do that at this particular site. Could you describe a little bit about what the Stone Canyon area is like, why that's a good place to study these things? The Stone Canyon area is right on the edge of Tucson, Oro Valley, so it's right on the urban fringe, and, you know, it's immediately adjacent to intact desert, and it's a high-end development. There's not a lot of houses there yet. It's developing. We've done a variety of things like radio telemetry, all kinds of different questions we've had all around this overall focus of looking at effects of urban development. How has the area changed while you've been working there? It's changed dramatically. Now, when we first got there, the golf course had already been built. And it turns out the golf course is a really interesting part of this story, which is kind of surprising to us. The course was built in 2000, and the houses started popping up around 2002. And uh, now, as of last season, or currently, there are about 230 houses out there. What makes it a unique development is that it's very low density. So the lots that these houses are built on are quite large, anywhere from a few acres up to, you know, 10 or 12. And they're built in a way which doesn't disturb as much of the desert. Whether that was intentional or not, I don't know. But the residents who live there and the homes that are there are really doing a good job of sort of minimizing the amount of space that they're using in the overall landscape. What kind of results are you seeing? What, what has the effect of the Stone Canyon development been on the various snakes and lizards that you're studying? It's been surprising. You know, you might predict that as you have a development that transitions from a few homes to a, you know, more built out 230 homes, eventually four or 500 homes, that you might predict that there would be negative impacts. But to date, we haven't really seen that. Looking at our data, and we have excellent data to look at over a long term, the number of individual snakes and species that we find per unit effort has remained essentially the same. And that is true for Gila monsters as well. We've even had a bit of an uptick in Gila monsters. And that's really interesting to us. And we have a lot of different ideas for why that might be. What are some of those ideas? I think one of the main reasons is because the golf course is basically add water to the desert, and that increases the primary productivity dramatically. If you go out there now, compared to what it looked like in the beginning, the the, uh, rough areas surrounding the fairways, the road edges, all these things are irrigated with drip irrigation. And they've essentially created like riparian areas along the golf course where they wouldn't have been normally. And a lot of these animals really like riparian areas. These riparian areas provide them with moisture, cover, prey, you know, things like that. So we've kind of created 
an ideal environment for those animals. I think that's probably the biggest uh, reason, just that increase in productivity. Do you see that kind of increase when you get out on the roads around the houses as well as around the golf course? Yeah, we have. The numbers are generally higher along the golf cart path than they are along the roads. Some of the roads are further removed from sort of the effect of watering uh, of the golf course. But like I said, the roads do receive drip irrigation. There could be another potential bias there in that when you're on the golf cart, you're surveying a much more narrow path. You're lower to the ground, and we may be finding more snakes there. Some of the really tiny species that we might miss while we're doing the road cruising. But in general, it seems that the snakes are more abundant uh, on the golf cart path compared to the roads. Fascinating results. Thank you for coming in, Matt. My pleasure. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.